Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. Hello and welcome today to your ultimate life. And I mean that in the most sincere way. I'd like to take every effort and make the next 15 minutes that we spend together or so powerful, rich, and good for you in building your ultimate life. Today is episode 567, and I want to talk about traditions. Now, it happens to be December of 2021 as I record this, so we're just a few days away from Christmas, which for many is a big holiday tradition. But whether you celebrate Christmas or not, holidays, sacred days, birthdays, holy days, anniversary days, those are all important in different amounts and for different reasons to each of us. Traditions don't only have to do with holidays, but they're a time that we think about that. So family traditions or memories that we create around holidays are just an example, but I want to start with that. I'm hoping that whenever you hear this, the tradition of your life is to be happy. The tradition of your life is to serve. The tradition of your life is to love yourself. I'd like you to take a minute right now and think just how wonderful you are. I want you to thank your past self for every good thing you've ever done. Every time you made a choice to be honest, when it would have been easy to be dishonest. Every time you made a choice to hold your tongue when it would have been easy to be critical, negative, or say something not kind or awful. I want you to think of every time you've eaten something good instead of something that you know wasn't good for you. I want you to think about every time when you've said no to a opportunity to an opportunity or a situation that you knew just didn't feel right even though it might have been enticing at the time. Those are things to celebrate. Now, I have two questions. Do you have traditions like that? For example, you could say, every time a situation comes up where I could insult someone or participate in negativity, my tradition, my habit is not to do that. I walk away or I defend them. Hey, we don't need to talk like that. You know, let's, let's not do that. Let's think of something positive we can say. Is that a tradition you have? If it is, that's one you can be proud of. So the two questions are, one, do you have powerful traditions in your life? I don't know. But if you don't, they can serve you. Habits make great servants and terrible masters. Good traditions can remind you of powerful, good, helpful, growth-oriented things. I just watched, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I just watched a, uh, an hour-long uh, broadcast of Christmas music and story that was uh, broadcast from Rome and a, a church, Our Lady uh, Church in, in Norway, I think. And so they went back and forth between there, and there was a performer, set of performers, 
in Rome doing some beautiful music, a little choir and a quartet. And, and then there was a narrator who was in the other country up in, I think it was Norway. But it was very powerful. It was meaningful to me because I'm a disciple of Jesus Christ. The birth, mission, and purpose of Jesus Christ is important to me. It may not be to you. But if it is, then this moment is a time to remember that, whether it's Christmas right now or not. It might be the middle of July. You know what? Any time, if you are a disciple of Christ, is the right time to remember his purpose, mission, and gift for you. Now, if you have a different tradition about God, about the divine, then that, this is a perfect moment for you to celebrate, to worship, and to be in that tradition. We all know at different times in our lives stronger than others, but we all know for sure there is a divine creation. There is a divine creator. There is a God. You can call it the universe. You can call it the great spirit. You can call it anything you want, but it is the great, loving, organizing, powerful influence that shaped us, that created us, that holds everything together moment to moment. It's funny when you dig down into what we're discovering about particle physics and subatomic things down to the standard model and so forth. It's a, it's a wonder of wonders that things even stay together at all. We know, for example, there's more space in this piece of paper than there is solid matter or this desk. There's far more space than solid matter. So how does it feel solid? And how do things get called forth out of the energetic uh, zero-point field in a regular and predictable pattern so that the desk is the desk? I'm not going to do that weird conversation right now. But we know there's a creator, and you feel it more and less at different times in your life. So I'm inviting you right now, whatever your tradition for worship and acknowledgement and connection with the creator is, to do something about it right now, to sit in meditation to sit in appreciation and gratitude for yourself because you're one of those divine creations. You are a purposeful, meaningful, capable, powerful person. I don't care where you are and I don't care what's going on around you. You may be in a difficult circumstance. You may be broke. You may be sick. You may be hurting. You may be frustrated. You may be lonely. You may be abandoned. But that's only in this mortal frame. And you might say, well, that's all I've got is this mortal frame. And the answer is, no, it isn't, unless you choose that. I spend most of my uh, feeling and spirit connected to the eternal frame. Now, I, make no mistake, I live in the mortal frame. I eat, sleep, serve people, make podcasts, have clients, do things for people around me, do everything I can to serve because I believe that service is what we were built to do. I believe that loving and caring and serving each other is the core focus of our lives. I believe that if we take the example from our creator who built and maintains this world and the universe and the laws of physics that hold us together, that is service. That gives us the opportunity to show what we will do with those gifts. And if you find yourself in difficult circumstances, you may curse God and say, why did you do this? And the, I don't have the answers why good things, bad things happen to good people. I know in my own life, the struggles I've had dying and my old piles of addictions and failed relationships and 
it's misery that I both was, was inflicted on me and that I caused for others. I know all that. And I don't have answers and explanations for any of that either. But what I do know is that this tiny piece here is just a tiny fraction of eternity. That I know for sure, because when I died, I saw the other side. So what are your traditions? Do you have them? Are you aware of them? They are really just habits. A tradition is a habit that you continue. Now, we give traditions a special category because often they're associated with events or holidays or certain things, but they're just habits. Now, we have habits. We get up and we brush our teeth in the morning or we get up and maybe you have coffee. I don't because I don't like it, but it, maybe you do and maybe you brush your teeth and maybe you take a shower and maybe you go to the gym. I have a morning ritual that's long, lengthy, complicated, two and a half, three hours. I love it. I wouldn't start my day without it. No way. That is now a habit has grown into this tradition, and the tradition has a purpose. The purpose is to connect, to remind me of and connect me with the declared purpose of my life. So habits that we continue to do, we do them on purpose, and they are designed for good, maybe they elevate to the status of a tradition. Now, there are habits we have that don't serve us, right? <clears throat> I used to have a habit of drinking too much. I had a habit of using drugs that were not prescribed and that were not helpful. We have another name for those. Those are called addictions. And so habits that take over or that are powerful, really powerful, we give them special names. So traditions, holiday traditions, are good or can be good habits. Maybe some families have a tradition of arguing and fighting and so they don't get together anymore. I don't know. There's one holiday tradition that I have that I love, and there's a reason. It is to watch the uh, one version or another, and usually more than one, version of Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol about old Ebenezer Scrooge. My favorite one is the one that had George C. Scott play Scrooge. And um, there's a Patrick Stewart one that's also very good. Not quite as good, but almost. Why do I watch that? And Christmas is the time I remember because it is set in the time of Christmas. But the message is far bigger than just one about Christmas. Scrooge is an old stingy, greedy guy. And if you haven't read the book A Christmas Carol, it's a short story. And if you haven't seen one of those movies, please do. Whether it's holidays or not, it's appropriate because it's about someone who lost sight of the valuable traditions in their lives. The traditions that Scrooge had was greed, money, possession, anger at others, everybody get out of the way, me, me, me. That was his tradition. It was set in the winter and talked about Christmas and giving. And the thing that made him aware of his failing traditions was the visits of the ghost of Christmas past, present, and future. That movie and the story itself is a powerful reminder to me every year to be grateful. It's a powerful reminder to get out of myself and to serve and to love everybody around me furiously, fiercely, every day, all day long, as best I can. Why? Because I can and I'm alive and I breathe. And I do it, you know, no matter what my circumstances are. If I'm struggling, I do it anyway. When I was in the hospital, I tried to do it. When I was dying, I tried to do it. I do it not because yay me, but because I believe and have discovered that's how we're happy. That's how we live and fulfill ourselves as humans. And as divine beings, divine children of God, we, 
we have that opportunity. We know we're given divine gifts. We all feel that sometimes, right? So this is an invitation for you today to look at your traditions. Whether it's Christmas time for you or not, look at, or you even celebrate that or not. Stop right now and look at your traditions. What are your traditions about your capability? What are your traditions about service? What are your traditions about personal growth? What are your traditions about self-love? What are your traditions about being kind to yourself? What are your traditions about being generous with your time and talents to other people? What are they? I'm not, you know, I'm not saying any of them are wrong, but I, do you know? Do you have them? Do you identify them? Are you letting those habits that you continue and that elevate to the level of tradition, are those habits powerful in your life? Are you aware of them and are you letting them help you grow and become more substantive as a person? You might have traditions around Independence Day, whatever day that is in your country. You might have traditions around I have another one around Easter, and again, that's because I'm a disciple of Christ. But you might have other people that you look to in the past, or divine beings. Do you have traditions around them? Do you do them just kind of blah, blah, blah without thinking? Some people, they pray and they just say words, and they don't really participate in the meaning of the tradition, or participate in the worship, or the meditation, or the self-love. I know people that say a bunch of affirmations about themselves. I'm this and I'm that, blah, 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 blah. And they've run through them and then they get done and nothing's changed. Well, let's say you start a tradition right now. Here's a tradition that has nothing to do with any holiday. It has to do with one of the most fundamental things that you can do to create your ultimate life. That's a tradition of self-love. Here is an, an example and an exercise you can start today. Go to the mirror right now. Look yourself deeply in the eyes and say, I love you. Sometimes you might do that and you might want to vomit or you might turn away or you might think it's silly and meaningless. All those feelings come from the same place and that is you haven't practiced this enough. You're not feeling the truth of it. You can't love anybody else more than you love yourself and neither can I. And rather than argue with that truth, which is foundational and eternal, why don't you go work on loving yourself rather than argue with it? You are worthy of every love. You are worthy of every effort. You are worthy of every piece of powerful thought, kindness, compassion, forgiveness that you can bring for yourself. Every person around you is worthy of everyone you can bring for them. No one is worthy of my judgment. That is one thing that I say, one of my pieces of PTAC is judgment remains at 0%. Kindness lives at 100%. I'm not pretending away the need for punishment or retribution or justice or anything. I just know it's not in my hands. And when you hear people who get injured or hurt in some way say, you know, they need to be locked up for life or they need to be executed, that's their emotion talking. That is not a sense of justice. And you know that because when people go get that revenge, they don't feel any better in their heart. Truth, love, and forgiveness. Forgiveness is the only way forward. Do you have a tradition of forgiveness? Why well, I invite you to do that. That's one of the most powerful traditions for me. So watching that movie, Scrooge, is going to be coming up in the next day or two for me. 
It is something that makes me celebrate my traditions, the tradition of growth, the tradition of improvement. I want you to take a look at your traditions, and I want you to take my challenge to institute a tradition of loving yourself, whatever time of the year it is that you hear this. I give you all the love that I can through this. I tell you that you're worth every effort and that everything you do in this regard will help you build and live your ultimate life. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life with host Kellen Flukiger. Stand with your heart in the sky and your feet.